Welcome to the Token Boys Pod, brought to you by the Fantasy Sports Networks. I'm Mark. Uh, before we even start, go ahead and follow the pod Twitter, Token underscore boys, and follow my Twitter, I've been on double underscore fly. I'm going to let Peckins introduce himself. Uh, I'm Peckins. You can call me, you can call me Matt, you can call me Peckins, call me whatever you want. Uh, we're starting a podcast, so, uh, you know, subscribe, follow on Twitter, all that stuff. Hopefully, no more technical difficulties. So, yeah, we're a bunch of idiots, so we have no idea what we're doing. But yeah, we have, we have anyways, no idea what we're doing. So. Took us like half an hour to get, get this st- going. Let's get started with a top five QBs prospects, and uh, this is this is twenty twenty one and even twenty twenty two. So it doesn't even matter. We can do either. So I'm gonna let Peckins go with his first one, then I'll join. I'll have some comments about him. Go ahead, Peckins. Uh, you you want to start like one to five, or go five to one? I mean, it doesn't matter. Go in any order. It doesn't matter to me. All right. Uh, I'll start with QB1, which is, in my opinion, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he, dude, he, he, just, he just makes, like, playing football look easy. Like, he's, like, 6'6", 230. Like, he, he, he doesn't make, like, he, like he, he anything bad. Yeah, he just, like, like he, he, if he wants to run it, he can run it. He can make any throw, like. I don't know. Like, there's. I haven't seen a prospect come out like him. Like, like basically since like, I've been as, like, watching sports. As a Clemson fan, like watching him, like last season, a lot of people who aren't Clemson fans would have noticed. But he looked bored at times, so he just started throwing up a bunch of random shit. And I'm like, it's sometimes it's hilarious, but sometimes it's annoying because it's like just dude focus. But he's like, the game of football just comes so easy to him. Everything is just like a breeze. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like uh, I don't think there's like, any flaw. Yeah, like and e- even on like 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 every quarterback has bad games, but like even the uh, like his sophomore year wasn't that great, but like he still can like make every throw. Like when he's on, like his accuracy's there. Like he just he just doesn't like he doesn't make very many bad throws. It's just like it's either like good or like great. Yep. So yep. I, I basically I feel like there's the not same. much to talk was... about. It's just you know he he's. He's just, you know, no, you go number up yeah. one overall for a reason. So I had the same number one as you as well. Obviously, we probably have the same number two, but my number two is Justin Fields. Now, I've kind of warmed up to Justin Fields as of late. I wasn't really a big fan of him last season, even though this season technically he's paid, played a little bit worse than last season, which is a little bit ironic. But like, I feel like this year, like the confidence he's playing with and how like, how much Ryan Day's system is different from Urban Meyer's system and how smart Justin Fields is. He looks like a, like way better than he did even last year, which is crazy to me, honestly. Yep, I, I got the same uh, same same QB too. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I was just kind of – I'm just, like, surprised how good of, like, an athlete he is. Like, like he kind of kind of runs – like, I don't, don't want to say it's, like, RG3 because he's not, like I – don't, I don't think he's, he's not as big, fast. but, like – yeah. He's not quite as fast, but like he, I feel like he's kind of like Jalen Hurts, like like way better thrower, but like in terms of like how he runs, like most definitely he, most he definitely. runs like he's a running back, like um, yeah, like and then he, the he, only he, criticism like, I have is his arm talent a little bit because I feel not not arm talent, but it sort of is like his throwing motion because like it's a little bit more of a wind up. I think in the league, there's going to be a, co- a QB coach that's going to have to make his release just slightly quicker just so he can get the ball out a lot faster. 
yeah, like I, I don't think he has like he doesn't have the arm like Trevor Lawrence has, but it's like it's it's still like above average. But I mean, like he's like yeah, he he had like a bad like couple games, but I mean he 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 put up numbers like basically like Haskins numbers, but like I don't know, it's like a different like situation. Like I I I don't I don't want to get too much into that, but like yeah, I don't want to get into Haskins. I'm gonna get depressed about it. That's that, that, guy, that's, but, that's the know. whole thing with me is like you you, you, you never know with the you never, you never know, know with the, with, like, the level of competition stuff, but yeah. But yeah, but, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think I, I I got faith in him, but. I think feels different. Yeah, I got faith. I got faith. So I'll let you go first with your number three because it might be definitely different from mine, probably. Yeah. Um, so what's this is a guy three? I've been on for. I mean, I, I was a fan of this guy all last year. Uh, zero interceptions, twenty-eight touchdowns. I mean, I I just think his talent's like crazy. Uh, that's Trey Lance. Uh, got him ahead of Wilson. Uh. I feel like I don't know. They're like both like raw, but like Lance is just like I don't know. He 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 just like he has way better like legs. He, he's better at like extending the pocket. Yeah. Like like I feel like if he reaches his potential, he'll be like he'll 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 be like the Herbert of like this draft. See, yeah, most people's worries Lance is mostly about an experience. Now, I can get that, but. Lance has a lot of issues, primarily with he stares down his first beat a lot, which is something he has to fix. And uh, sometimes he just – a lot of the quarterbacks, you know, a lot of the dual-threat quarterbacks, mobile quarterbacks, they have that Superman tendency where they're trying to do too much. You know, he's got to get rid of that mentality a little bit. And, like, the thing I love about Lance's most is, like, his deep ball accuracy is fantastic. I mean, it's, like, on the level of Russell Wilson where it's just – it's high yeah. up in the air and it just lands right in the receiver. I I love it. Yeah, and like his I, I mobility, like, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, he he did he does like that's why I kind of gave like the RG three comparison because like all his deep balls are like perfect like like perfect drops like in the basket like like yeah. he he has some issues for sure but like you get him with like Terry McLaurin or someone who can take the top off and he he's gonna be cooking. Yeah, that's what I wanted to mention because I hope he falls to the football team because obviously me and Peck is a football team fans, but I'm not sure how Florence is going to fall. I think he's going to fall because a lot of a lot of teams and everybody else is falling in love with Zach Wilson. Some even love Zach Wilson more than Justin Fields. So I think Lance could fall very far, but I think he's I think he could be as good as any, as Fields or maybe even Lawrence if his luck goes his way. Yeah, no, I I think there's a chance like. Obviously, there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, but Lamar fell to like 32. So you know, you never know. People yeah. people kind of have this thing like against like running quarterback, but yeah. And, All right, uh, you want to go to your uh, your QB uh, four? No, I got to go to my QB three. So oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I went, yeah. yeah. So for QB three is actually Desmond Ritter, the Cincinnati quarterback. Now. I've always felt like I was one of the first people to be a Ritter fan since, well, like, about, like, late 2018 to early 2019. I, like, I saw a Cincinnati game, and I'm like, who the hell is this quarterback? And I'm like, so I'm just watching him for the next, like, two years, and I'm like, everything about Desmond Ritter, I just love, like, see, from year to year, from 2018, 19, and 20, 
like his first two years, he stared, stared down his first reads a lot. This year, he he progressed so much in terms of that, and is pro- going through his progressions correctly, all of that, and his athletic ability reminds me a lot of Sean Watson as a Clemson fan, as somebody who watches a lot of Texan games. Like he throws a great deep ball. Like there's nothing about Desmond Ritter that I don't not like. He just does everything well. Yep. Uh, I I only watched a little bit of a. Uh... What's his name? Rit Ritter Ryder. Yeah, Ritter Ritter. Rit Ritter. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, 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 was gonna put him on the list, but uh, I just, I, I didn't get a chance to like watch enough of him. Like, it was also hard to find. But uh, no, like, yeah, he he does give me some like. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's like he's like a prospect that's on the rise. Like, he, he's getting better every year. Like. Yeah, he's got he's got an arm. He's you know he's got some mobility. He's just he's got to work a little bit on like his like decision making and stuff. But yeah, and I think the one thing I love about Ritter the most is that usually with a lot of young quarterbacks, especially college quarterbacks, they like to rush the issue and they want to get the ball out. They want to get the ball out as soon as the receiver starts running. But he actually waits because you know sometimes in the NFL you got to wait for your receiver to get open. It could take a while, but he always makes sure he knows the timing of the routes and everything. So I like that most about him. And I think it'll be good for him to go back to Cincinnati and put up even more game tape and possibly raise his stock to a high first round pick, maybe mid first round pick. Yeah, I think that, I think that's good for him. Like th- this year, I don't know. There's there's like guaranteed like four, maybe five first round quarterbacks. So. If he comes out next year, yeah, yeah, I think he got a chance. So I'll let you go to your number four quarterback. My number four is Zach Wilson. Um, I don't know. He he was like a guy that like I liked a lot. Like like when he when he started getting the hype, like I I thought like I don't know like late first round like quarterback like guy that you could develop. I thought he'd be like I thought he'd be like a really nice sleeper. I, I I don't know. Like he he's not like when I watch him, I don't see like. Like a lot of people compare him to Mahomes or like even like Brett Favre, but like he's just like everything he's doing is like it's like it's like everything's like off script. There's no like structure. It's all scrambling, making throw like which is it it works like a lot because like oh most definitely he has a great arm. He's got a great arm. You know he's got some weapons, but it's like I just don't know how that. Yeah, it's kind of like the Mahomes things. Like how how much like how do I know that's going to like, that's going to work out? Yeah. And I watched him and at first I wasn't much of a fan because I felt like, I kind of felt like I was watching Johnny Manziel a bit, even though Johnny Manziel was absolutely electric in college. But once I went back and watched like him just throw the ball, it comes, it's like, you know, you see those quarterbacks like Mahomes and like, and like Favre and stuff, but the ball just comes out such a smooth and like natural way. And it's so easy for them to just throw the ball like 60 yards with the flick of a wrist. Like now I'm like much more of a fan of him. And I, I realize why more people are starting to like him more and more. And his draft stock keeps, keeps raising high and high. Yep. Yeah. Like, like I, I like him a lot. I just, I don't know. He, he's get, he like, there's people that talk about him. Like he's like, in the conversation with like fields or like Trevor Lawrence. And like, that, that's when I kind of go like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about all that, but he, he's that like his arms. Crazy. Yeah. Like you know, he, he, <laughs> ma- he makes some, like some of the throws, like I'm just like, man, that's a dumb throw. And then he pulls it off for like 50 yards. But yeah, yeah. I think in the NFL, I, 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 like, I like him for sure. 
he'll definitely have to tone down that Superman type ability where he just thinks he can make every play. And he'll definitely struggle, struggle early on with that. But I still think if he lands at the right team that can develop him and make sure he can just, you know, go through his reach, progresses everything properly, not have that superhero mentality all the time. He'll be fine. So uh, let me get to my uh, number four. My number four is JT Daniels. Now, I've actually watched JT Daniels since he was at high school. So I've always been a fan of him. Mm-hmm. And even at USC, I've always been a fan. So, like, I this year when the UGA kept starting Stetson Bennett, I was clamoring for them to just start JT Daniels. And maybe he wasn't healthy. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But when you watch that Mississippi State game, everybody realized why, even the, my friends in the group chat realized why I was clamoring so much for him to start. Like, he just knows how to recognize matchups. If you got George Pickens and Jermaine Burton, you know that they're going to come down with the ball. You just know. And he's just – he he's a, such an aggressive quarterback, but it always works out because he knows where exactly he can throw the ball. His arm talent is just great. He's actually not, not 100% healthy, and you can look because this year he's not exactly stepping into his throws, but he's just getting the throws off accurately because he has great arm talent. And he just – he really makes a battery. He's doing everything he needs to do. Like, there's, I don't see any fault in JT Daniels. I'm a big fan. All right. First of all, I'm going to say, like, my QB5, I don't I don't even like. But I, I just didn't like the class that much. Uh, it's Mac Jones. Mm. Like, I don't know. He, he, he just feels, like, very, like, average. Yeah. He's just, like, I like, agree. I agree. I don't I, – like, I, I, he, he just – he gives me, like, Kirk Cousins vibes. Like, if you if you give him Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, like uh, you know all those guys, like he's gonna look pretty good, put up numbers, but like he, he just doesn't do like anything. Like I don't know, I like I, I get bored watching Mac Jones. Like he's I I totally agree. Like I don't, I don't want to rag on him because I he's he's played excellent this year. He deserved to be a Heisman candidate and all that, but I just you know, he, he he's had he's had a great year. It just he doesn't feel like. Like, I don't know. He doesn't feel like an NFL quarterback. For quarterbacks, I just look for, like, those traits, like the arm talent, the mobility. Like, nothing just pops out to me when I see Mac Jones. Like, he's playing well. He's getting 300 yards, 300 touchdowns every game. Like, I see it. He's playing great. But I just – something's, like, missing. I don't see any traits that I really love. He's he's smart quarterback. He's not throwing picks and stuff like that. I just don't see the traits that I think that will turn him into, like, a great Q, great to elite QB. I just don't see it. Yeah, I, yeah. He like, I don't know if if he had like a great arm or something. I I I don't know. I'd buy in a little more, but like, I don't. Yeah, he he just like yeah. He does everything right. Like I don't know. It's kind of like the Alex Smith thing. Like yeah, you know, like you can make all the right you can make all the right plays. Like, but at a point, you know, and you like, win them how again. How far is that going to get you? You know, yeah. Like you're you're playing Tom Brady in the playoffs. Is Mac Jones gonna like pull out some crazy like? throw like i don't know no idea so my qb4 is actually my favorite of my list but it's the quarterbacks ahead of him are probably are better or my qb5 so this is malik willis from liberty so he just popped onto the scene this season but and i was like i watched it the first three games because like i'm like liberty's undefeated that usually doesn't happen so i'm watching the games and i'm like who is his quarterback so i realized he was at auburn and then Bo Nix is chosen over him. Gus Malzahn is an idiot. But anyways, I'm watching him, and, like, 
his arm talent is ridiculous. Like when I say it's on par with like Wilson Fields and Lawrence, I mean it. I mean, this dude's deep ball accuracy is some of the best I've seen in college football this year. I mean, it just lands right in the receiver's pocket. It's not even like he's throwing it high so it can land right in the receiver's lap like Lance and Russell Wilson do, but it's just accurate. He's like, he's fast as hell, 4-4 definitely. It's, uh, he steps into every single throw, which I like because you don't see that a lot of the young QBs, especially the ones with arm talent, they used to get lazy, but he just does everything right mechanic-wise and he's just playing exception. He only has like one bad game of the season. I'm a real big fan. I haven't watched any of his, but I mean, he—I mean, the way the way you just like he—he he looks like you know like a big sleeper. Uh, I don't even think he's going to declare this year, which he should. But you should definitely take the time to check him out. Uh, is he what he what like a sophomore or something? Uh, he might be like a redshirt sophomore. Maybe I'm not even sure. Redshirt sophomore. Yeah. So uh, right. uh, that's our top five uh, TV right. prospects. Now, all right. You want to? Uh, we can do top. Go into receiver. Yep. So, I'll go first. I'll say my first receiver is Ole Miss wide right receiver Elijah Moore. Now, I kind of just watched him as of recently, and a lot of people on Twitter told me to go check him out. So I checked him out, and I'm obviously I'm a big fan. He's he's pretty short, but that's fine because he's he mostly does his work up the slot, which is what he'll do in the NFL, obviously. Quick as hell, obviously. He's, fa- he's extremely fast. 4-4, four, four, maybe, maybe even 4-3 speed. Great route runner. Uh, and a lot, the one thing I like about Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore is that in some games, because, you know, he's pretty short, so he doesn't get a lot of uh, uh, high-point ball chances. But when he does have to high-point a ball and just jump up there and track it down, he does a really good job at it. I think he's underrated at that. And he can do all the gadget plays you want. He can do pump return, kick return. He's just an all-around weapon in general mm-hmm. uh hold, hold up real quick was that your wide receiver five or wide receiver one this is five five all right uh i also dude, i i just watched him yesterday same thing like I mean, he kind of kind of reminds me of like a like uh who's the other more uh ronda yeah ronda more like he's like he's like a little like like I guess like a little smaller because Rondo Moore's like small, but he just like he runs like a because Rondo Moore's uh, a little bit more sturdy, like, he's a little more built. Elijah Moore's a lot more skinny. Yeah, like, like yeah, but they, they remind me a lot of each other. Like uh all right, so I wrote down a couple guys that didn't make my top five, but I just wanted to like talk about it real quick. Uh Chris Olave, uh Ohio State receiver. Yeah. He like I feel like he's like if you want like the budget version of like Devonte Smith, like he, he just does everything like so smoothly, like absolutely runs every route. It's kind of like all the other all the other Ohio State receivers. Like he's probably running like a four three something, maybe four four. Uh, he's got good hands, you know. They just like they just do everything. Like they all run great routes and like they all get open. Absolutely. So, uh, him. Uh, both the Moors almost made my top five. They're just like I don't know. They're I just I, I want to see how fast they are, and like how tall they are. Yeah, because like see for the thing about Olave is both explosive. I think for Olave he has to work on you know being a lot more physical in his route running, which is a problem that I see in a lot of Ohio State receivers as a watching football team fan. Terry McLaurin is fantastic superstar, but he's not yeah, as physical Terry's as a receiver. He's like, he's like 
he's bigger, but yeah. he's not as physical, but he's extreme like, route, like excellent route runner. So he can just get open all the time, regardless. Yeah. Like most if you watch almost any receiver, like even like the undrafted, like seventh rounders, they're like oh. at least like pretty good route runners. Yep. Uh so. all right. Who was my who was my last guy? Uh oh, uh Terrence Marshall, uh LSU. He's oh. ju- he's just like a freak. Like he's like he's like six four, like two twenty five. Like I don't, like I I kind of get like DK Metcalf vibes watching him. Like yeah, like I, I don't think he's like like he's not a good route runner, but like he's just dude. If you're that fast, that big, like you got hands. Yeah, you, like you're gonna make plays. The thing about Marshall is like last season when the Burrow and like because you know. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson got most of the shine, so I kind of overshadowed him. I didn't really think he was that great. But then this year, in the limited snaps we saw him, he was just dominant. I mean, he was just getting open all the time. It didn't matter who was our quarterback. It could have been Miles Brennan or it was the backup TJ Finn. He was just getting open. He was separating. He was getting contested catches, all that. He's just a really good receiver. And I got to do – I got to watch more of Terrence Marshall because I became a fan of as as of late. So, all right, um, so, all right. So my my wide receiver five is uh, Rashad Bateman. Uh, yeah. I know he, he was one of those guys. Like, I I I don't know. I for for whatever reason, I just didn't think he was gonna be that good. But like, he's like, I I don't want to compare him to Allen Robinson because like I feel like that's like, <laughs> but he he plays kind of like him. Like I I, can, I totally get that comparison. I, like, he's totally. Just, He's just like I don't. He's one of the another, like a lot of these guys. Like this receiver, like class, just crazy. But like he, I mean, he runs routes like like to perfection. He's like super physical. Like against, but he like bullies like any D- DB he goes against. Yeah, he's pretty big actually. And like I don't know. I just feel like he's he he he's just a receiver. I feel like like you take him and you know he's got a high floor. Like. Yep, that's I exactly what like, I was gonna like, say. I don't think he's, I don't I don't think he's quite Justin Jefferson because Jefferson's like a little more athletic, but like I yeah. feel like he's like one of those type of receivers. Like you you just know he's gonna come into the league. Like you I got, totally, you got a safe bet. You got a you got a good receiver. I totally get what you mean. That's what exactly what I'm gonna say about Bateman. It's just like he does everything at a high level, so you just know he's gonna be good. It's like you don't see those like elite wide receiver traits like. Calvin Johnson, he's like six seven, runs like a four three. You don't see those type of traits, but you just know he does everything good, so he's gonna be a good receiver regardless. So it's like, yeah, because there, there's a lot of receivers like I think are like more flashy, but like, like I think uh like Rondo Moore, like you you just give him the ball and like there's a chance he's taking it to the house. But I don't, know, I, I think I just rather have a guy that's like third and ten. You want him to run a route, get open, and he's gonna do it. Yep. So let me get into my number four. I got Kadarius Tony from uh, Florida. He's a uh, now everybody knows about Kadarius Tony. If you don't by none, you should probably slap yourself. I mean, he's just he does. He's just an electric player. I mean, gadget plays. The way Dan Mullen uses him in the Florida offense is just amazing. He uses him as a running back sometimes. You know, the jet sweeps, all that trick plays, everything you can think of of a gadget player he does. And he's a great runner, and he's underrated as a physical. He gets physical a lot when he's, like, in open field all the time. He's quick as hell. His, his jukes are out of this world. He does everything well. And also, he's amazing on kick and, pu- kick and pump return. So even if he's not that well early on in his career, he can provide you some of that electricity, electric on the uh, special teams. 
I actually had the same uh, same wide receiver four. Uh, so yeah, all the same thing. I'll, I'll just touch on a couple things like I wrote. Uh, yeah. But like, he, I f- like he's like, w- like one. He's yeah. He, he's super versatile. Like, like you see him like running routes like, like uh, kind of like Antonio Gibson like out of the backfield like he'll be he'll like yeah. switch back and forth from like slot receiver to like running back. They're like motion across on like a jet sweep or something. Uh, I I don't know. I I just think like you put him in space, and I I think he's like the best receiver like in space like in this class. Like he like Absolutely. he's physical. I totally like agree. he like I don't know. Like when I like I, he's a receiver, but I feel like I'm watching like Antonio Gibson. Like he's like physical after the catch. Like he like he breaks dudes' ankles like regularly. Like and he's like also like explosive. So. I'm pretty sure if we looked it up, he probably played running back in high school. But yeah, he's definitely yeah. physical, and I. I totally I'm, agree. I'm pretty sure he like also played like quarterback for some. I don't know. At, at some point in time, like. He, yeah. yeah. So, for my number three, gonna go with Jamar Chase and LSU. So, rewatching Jamar Chase, a lot of the consumptions I had about him previously were wrong. Actually, I thought he was a lot faster when I watched him last year, but he's a little bit slower than I thought but the way he wins with route running doesn't even matter because he's such a physical wide receiver like watching him against AJ Terrell in the national championship I realized why he cooked AJ Terrell so bad he's just so super physical he's getting up in your face he's hand fighting he's doing he's basically winning routes like DeAndre Hopkins does obviously not at the same level but he's just doing everything right he's a smart player he's probably about like four teetering on a line between four or five speed and four four speed but yeah, I think he's a great receiver, and I think he'll be great immediately. Yeah, um, I almost put Jamar Chase as my wide receiver three, uh, but I, I have uh, Jalen Waddle, and it it's like it's weird because like Waddle is like my favorite receiver to watch. Like, like if I could choose like a receiver to draft, like if I was a GM, I draft Waddle. But uh, he's I I guess it's just like he hasn't played enough. Like he played like five games this year. He's got some injury uh, concerns, but like wh- when I was like watching him, I'm like, dude, I'm watching Tyreek Hill. Like, like n- no, like, yeah. Like a lot of people compare like players. Like I don't know. Like every every time a fast receiver comes out, they're like, oh, J- uh, Henry Ruggs, so Tyreek that's Hill. Tyreek Hill, or or yeah. John Ross, that's Tyreek Hill. Like I feel like Waddle actually like is like Tyreek. Plays Hill. Like, like he's he's like the best punt returner, kick returner, like in the country. Like he's probably I don't I don't know if he's faster than Rugs, but he's probably coming close. And he just like what's crazy is he, he's like pretty underrated as like a route runner. Like he he's like cooking like like NFL DBs like like Ohio State guys like deep like every play. Oh. And it's just like sometimes he doesn't get the ball because like you know you got all these other receivers, but he's he's just a dude like you can't cover like in man coverage like. I don't know. You, you got to bracket him, double him, but like he's just too fast for like ninety nine percent of people to cover. Yeah, it's just it's just speed on speed, and you know he's actually a lot better than Henry Ruggs. I'll give credit because he's just a lot more athletic. Like I think in the Auburn game last year, he had like a jump on the end zone. I think he jumped like thirty eight yeah. feet in the air. It was a ridiculous catch. But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Will Otto. But uh, my number two is actually going to be. A pretty big surprise. A lot of people wouldn't expect this, but I have 
FSU wide receiver to Marion Terry at two. Now, people will understand this, but I think around, like, last season, I, like, watched Tony. I watched the FSU game, and I'm like, who's this number 15? So, like, I go back and I watch his games, and I'm like, I just like what this guy does. Like, he's just, like, he's one of those, like, vertical receivers, you know? I don't want to compare him to Julio, but he's kind of, like, he operates in the same kind of area that Julio does, where he's a physical vertical receiver. Even though Julio's a elite route winner and all that stuff, Tamarion can run all the routes. He's physical. He's extremely fast, about four four, and he's big. So it's like he's like at the DK Metcalf kind of area where he's just so big, but he's fast. So it's so hard to guard him. So he's going to dominate on go routes. He's going to dominate on slant routes. You know all that type of stuff. Wide receiver screens. And he's going to be physical about it. I'm just. I'm just a big fan. Like I don't, I don't see much flaws. And then besides, he has a, a slight bit of a drop problem. Yeah, I, I actually, I watched him uh, like last off season. Like I, I heard a little bit about him at FSU, but uh, I, I, I haven't, I haven't checked any like stats or like what he did this year. But like, he, yeah, he's, he's another one of those guys, kind of like uh, Marshall, where he's just, he's just like freaky. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was running like a low four three like and he's like he's six four two whatever he is like yeah he, he's he's another guy I like, feel I like a lot i just i didn't i didn't like actually like watch him though yeah and i feel like he's like he's really he's really falling down off of draft boards a lot because of his cash problem because you know a lot of other receivers have really jumped on the scene this year but whoever takes that whoever takes him in the draft is going to get a really good player i honestly think that here, here's like a name I'll throw out, but he kind of, he kind of gives me like a uh, Martavis Bryant vibe, like without the off the field yeah. stuff, like just like a, like yeah. a big speedster that you'll just, you know, who, who can kill you. Yep. Um, it's all right. I'm doing my wide receiver two now, right? Yep. All right. So my wide receiver two is Jamar Chase. Uh. A lot, a lot of the stuff you said, he's just, I mean, he, he's just, like, physical. Like, he, he he's one of those guys that, like, he gets, like, when he steps on the field, like, he's, like, angry. Like, he, he wants to, like, if he's blocking, he wants to, like, bully you. If you're a DB, he's he's trying to push you off. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, the, the only thing I don't like is, like, I feel like, and obviously I, I only watch a little bit, but I feel like he runs a lot of, like, I don't, like a lot of like simple routes, like not that like he's not a good route runner. But, yeah, like, I, I know exactly I like what a you lot, mean. I, I feel like a, a lot of the stuff is like verticals or like like comebacks. Like it's yeah, like ten yards. Like, let me get the ball to Jamar Chase, or it's like all right, you're cooking your guy one on one. Let me throw it deep. It's not a lot of like like Devonte Smith is just yeah, like, you run every round the book. He, definitely, he's, he's, he's looking like Devonte Adams out yeah. here. Just like every single route, no matter where he goes, he's just getting over. Yeah, and. Uh, I agree with that. No, go ahead. And uh, I had the same problem when I was watching Tyler and Wallace, who was one of my honorable mentions. It's like I'm watching his film and like he's he's a great player. He's he's winning deep balls all the time, but it's just like I'm mostly just seeing just like straight up like go routes and like slants and stuff like in screens. I'm not really seeing a bunch of nuanced route running, and I don't want to put that against him because Tyler Wallace is a great player as long as Jamar Chase was. But I wish I could see more of a nuanced, nuanced route running tree, you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I want one more honorable mention before I get to my number one, and that's Houston wide receiver Marquez Stevenson. 
a lot of people don't know about him that much, but Marquis Stevenson just reminds me so much about Sean Jackson. Like he's super quick. He's just he's just a deep old wide receiver. I mean, that's basically what Sean Jackson was, even though he can run all the routes in the round tree. It's just he's just a burner. He's either like you give him one chance. If the safety gets looked off, it's 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 over. It's just touchdown. I just I'm a big fan of Marquez Stevenson. I think whoever whatever team takes him, they're just gonna love him from the beginning. And he's gonna get about like five touchdowns a year just off the street, like 50 yard touchdown all the time. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. I'll I'll throw out another name. Uh you'll probably like him, uh, because he's a Clemson guy. Uh Amari Rogers. I don't know. He I feel like he's he's just like a like underrated, like Every time you watch Clemson, he's just a dude that shows up. Like he just comes to play. I feel like he gets open. He makes catches. Yeah, he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like Pierre Garcon ish. You know, he's just like I don't I don't know if he's that big, but like he like he he's good after the catch. Like he's he's all, he's consistent. Like making catches for like Trevor. I will say in regards to Pierre Garcon comparison, he that that both of them just have incredible hands. Like Trevor's not accurate all the time, yeah, obviously, but you know. Tomari Rogers just has great hands, all that stuff. He's a great slot receiver. And I really wasn't fair to him last year as a Clemson fan because I was watching. I'm like, I feel like he's a little bit slow, not doing too much. But he was coming off an ACL tear. But this year, he just came up to a whole nother level and he just went crazy. So, yeah, I, I just feel like every time I watch Clemson, I notice I notice him and like, yeah, he's just a dude that stands out. Yeah. So, um, you want to go your number one first? Yeah, I feel like this is pretty like obvious, but uh, it's Devontae Smith. Oh, same as mine. I don't know. I I, I just like I, I find it hard to like say negative things about him. Like he's dominant. He's just like he, like it, it, when you watch him, like you watch any game, doesn't matter. Like this year, his freshman year, it looks like he's playing versus like middle school. He's just dominant. Like no nobody, because it's like even like when he wins, like he separates and it's like he's fifteen yards wide open, like. He's just dominant. And it's, like, verse, like, yeah, I, I don't get it. Uh, I said, like, I compared him to, like, he's, like, kind of, like, Calvin Ridley mixed with, like, Stefan Diggs. Like, I, I, okay, I, I feel like he's Calvin Ridley with, like, way better hands. Yeah. Like, he's – because he, he – he, you saw that one-handed catch he made, like, over uh, over LSU, like, in the back of the yeah, he's, he's He's more athletic than Calvin Ridley, definitely. And uh, yeah, like that—that—that's like some crazy stuff. Uh, I like the Diz comparison in terms of route running too, because I think he's just an excellent route runner. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. I—I I feel like he can, like, you could line him up versus any player, have him run any route, and he—he's—he's he's getting open and he's making a catch. So he's wide receiver one. So now that we have our top QBs and wide receivers. Let's talk about, about a bunch of free agent wide receivers and where – let's talk about – let's just talk about what, where they could fit best in the NFL team. Now, first up, we have Allen Robinson. Now, as a football team fan, both of us are football team fans, I think we need Allen Robinson because everybody outside of Terry McLaurin is absolute garbage. I'm sorry to say that, but – yeah, trash. We just need another wide receiver. I don't. I can't talk about QB yet because I don't know what we're gonna do in terms of either a free agent quarterback mm-hmm. or draft one. But we need Allen Robinson on the team like immediately. All right. Um, you already talked about. Al- I-, I love Allen Robinson. I think he's just like he- he's played with Mitch Trubisky. 
Blake Bortles, like Nick Foles, like that. That's his QB. That's, that's a terrible QB Caruso. And he, he, terrible. He, yeah, he and he he puts up that like he put up fourteen hundred yards with Blake Bortles, like as his quarterback for like a whole year. Uh, he's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think he's the best receiver like in this in this uh, free agency. Definitely, definitely. Um, and I I also think like he's pretty much he's pretty much like out of like Chicago. Um. All right, a guy, a guy I want to talk about who I like is Curtis Samuel. Oh, big fan, big um, fan. Yeah, yeah. He, he, first of all, he, he killed us versus the Panthers. Like, uh, he's not another one of those really versatile players. Like, uh, you you can get him on um, uh, you know, he played running back at Ohio State. You can, I mean, he you can give him like run, like you can give him running back like yeah, just straight up running back. He's he does also, all the time. Like he, yeah, he's all he, he's also like a four three like guy like. He's another guy you can put across Terry. Yep. Uh, I don't know if people know this, but him and him and Terry were like I'm pretty sure they were like roommates at Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, like they're good friends with each other. Uh, I dude, I I just think he's like such an underrated player. Like they don't I, like obviously they got uh, Anderson and uh, Moore, but like dude. he's a four three dude that plays like a running back. He's like pretty good as a route runner. Let me and, let me tell you something about Curtis Samuel. Yeah, like I, He's had this such unfortunate ability that the past two quarterbacks he had is Kyle Allen and Teddy Bridgewater, both of whom one of Kyle Allen has terrible accurate, deep ball accuracy. Oh yeah, none, none of none of those guys can throw deep either. Yeah, and Teddy Bridgewater just has has an arm of an NFL punter. He can't throw it far. If Curtis Samuel just had at least an average quarterback, or if Cam Newton had been healthy enough to play twenty eighteen, like Curtis Samuel would have already had but two thousand yards season already his talents are being so much wasted in carolina and if they if if they don't at least get a qb before he has to sign somewhere we need to sign him immediately and get a quarterback for him just so because i promise you if he has that quarterback he'll have a thousand yard season immediately with no issue at all yeah just another thing out like not nothing to do with receivers but like the pan the panthers like like and Ron, Ron talked about this, but he's like, yeah, I'm I messed up not drafting offense, like for Cam, yeah. right? Yeah. And they draft they draft Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, uh, Curtis Samuel right after, like they're like, Cam oh yeah, Moore. we need more weapons for Cam, and then Cam gets injured like two years in a row. So I'm just it's, like, it's so unfortunate, that, but you know blows, it is what but, it is. Yeah. So let me talk like, about they, they did all that like for him, yeah. But, yeah. So let me talk about another free agent. Now this one is. I'll say Marvin Jones Jr. for Detroit Lions. Now, there's another wide receiver Lions that people are probably going to get mad at me for not talking about, but you'll probably get to him if, if you know what I'm talking about. I think Marvin Jones Jr. is just a typical physical wide receiver, vertical slants, all you need to do. I just, I've always been a big fan of Marvin Jones, and I know that Kenny Galladay is obviously better than him, but I'm just a big fan. And I feel like Terry mixed with his deep ball speed and just getting open route running, all of that mixed with Marvin Jones, just physical ability. It's just bullying people in the routes and just getting open all the time. You can get contested catches, all that. I'm just – I like that kind of dynamic between a wide receiver one and a wide receiver two, and I think that would be good for the team, honestly, either here or somewhere somewhere else. Phil, Phil's talking about Tim Patrick, so I'll, I'll shout him out real quick. Uh, he's like a <laughs> – uh, I, I kind of like him. He's like a, a underrated, like, uh, possession receiver. Um, basically, yeah. basically took over for, like, Court and Sutton. Lynn Sutton uh yeah and he like I, I think either of those two guys would be like good wide receiver twos for uh McLaurin um yeah 
All right, I'll talk about Kenny Galladay since we were already talking about him. Uh, I think they're pretty. They're both like yeah. very similar players. Like they're, they're. I think they're both like six four or something like that. They're big, tall. Yeah, they're uh, pretty big. They're yeah. they're both like pretty good route runners. Uh, I feel like honestly the only difference is Galladay is like younger. I think he's like twenty something, twenty six or something. Uh. But like honestly, I think uh, Marvin he might Jones. Be. I like, think he is. I think Marvin Jones is like pretty underrated. Like, I, I know we had all those like uh, that like Twitter that Twitter shit with like the bring, yeah uh, Marvin we Jones fooled the whole team, uh, but, like if you <laughs> if you guys don't know there are a bunch of we're a bunch of football team fans and we fooled like the reporters into thinking Marvin Jones is gonna get traded here. It was hilarious at the time, but we're like we're like little kids just being idiots. No, is it Marvin? But Jones, uh, like, yeah, DC or something or. He might be. I'm I have not, no I'm idea. I'll probably look that up. No, he he he's a guy I like. Yeah. Um, all right. The other guy, I'm not. I'm not sure if he's gonna hit free agency, but it's Will Fuller. Yeah. Uh, a guy we passed on for Josh Doxson. Yeah. But uh. uh oh my God! Don't even remind me about Josh Doxson because if I he, get he, mad he, on this podcast, dude, I, I hate him so much, dude. Uh, but oh, now Will Fuller, I think Will Fuller would just fit Terry so well because like. If you have another four three receiver, especially a guy like who's actually like not just a speed guy, but he's actually good. Um, it's just yeah. like you can't double Terry. And so you, you get Terry singled up every week and he he's just he's gonna be a monster. So Will Fuller's a guy I really like. Yeah. And the thing about Will Fuller that makes me so mad is that him if if he could just uh, stood healthy those years that he was he was with DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson, like he would have had like multiple thousand yard season, but he just yeah, he couldn't stay healthy. And like this year was the only year he could stay healthy. Yeah, like it's if, just if you go look honestly. at if you go look at his numbers, dude, like he'll put up he put up like he'll play like eight games and put up like a thousand yards, like ten touchdowns. And then he'll miss like half it's the ridiculous. Season. He'll come back and like it's, play like so three ridiculous. games, have like two hundred yards, and then he'll get injured. So it's just like like, and, like he's notice like the this year the only year he stayed healthy. Yeah, he, he's, yeah. he's so one I'm of a the big best fan. threats in football. Yeah, he's just – you got to trust he can be healthy. Yeah, and let me say another name. Like, this is one of the – like, this is obviously one of the best receivers in the league. It's Chris Godwin. Now, Chris Godwin kind of just recently burst on the scene a couple years ago. And, like, I didn't really know what he was good at. So I had to go, like, watch a couple of Buccaneers games, you know. I had to go back and watch the film all 22. And I was like, yeah, yeah he's just good. Like – He's like he p- kind of plays like uh, Mike Evans, is, but in the sense that he's like he's shorter and he's a lot fat. He's he's faster and like he's better route yeah. runner because you know he's got a little bit more of the hip turnability. So he's just he's he's good at everything. He's fast. He's smart. And he's tough and he's physical. Like I think him match with I think him match with uh, either Terry because you know I want him on our team obviously. Well, either on another team he'll be fine and he deserves a big bag in free agent wherever he goes free agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Godwin's another guy. Uh, I remember him watching watching him like when Barkley was at uh, Penn State. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think he'd be this good, but like, uh, yeah, he's kind he's kind of like Mike Evans. He's like a little more explosive, not quite as big, but like, I yeah. mean, besides the game, like he honestly, played, I didn't uh, even remember he went to Penn State. Yeah, dude, Penn State had like a crazy roster, and they had uh, who was their quarterback? Like Christian Hackenberg. That like was he played all? Uh, yeah, uh, probably, yeah. Get, probably like, was I think he, he, Yeah, he came out like twenty fourteen or something like that. But 
Yeah, that that roster had yeah. like Barkley, Sanders, like a uh, bunch of dudes. That is an insane roster. Now I think about it. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, next so, guy, I'll talk yeah. about. Or you want to you want to say someone? Uh, no, you can go. You can go. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. The next guy is uh, uh, Corey Davis, who I don't know. He he's such a weird receiver. Like, oh man, I, I don't he's, even. He's just like, like I, 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 I don't. It's an enigma, all, isn't it? Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. He because he's like he's like really bad, but like then he's like really good at the same time. Like, uh, like obviously yeah. he was drafted fifth overall. He's a first round pick. Um. But like, not he. He was it's not. It's been such an odd ride for like, him as a career-wise. Years. I, like he he had a great year this year. I just like I don't know how to like trust that. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a thousand yards this year, but like the previous like three or four, it, he was just bad. Like dropping balls, not getting open. Like not even like he he was their wide. Like they drafted him fifth overall, and he didn't do anything. And then, like, this yeah. year out of nowhere, he's, like, balling. So, I don't know. But, he, but he's a guy, like, I wouldn't mind signing. I just – you got to be careful. Yeah, I got to admit, I'm not a really much of a big fan of Corey Davis because uh, it's just, like – he's just such an odd – like, he can make big plays at, at a moment's notice, but he just doesn't most of the time. Like, it's just – he's such an odd receiver. And he kind of just came alive this year a little bit. And, I like – I know you had a great season this year, but I just – yeah, you like you said, I don't trust him to like. I just don't trust him all. But I'd yeah, sign him I, if he was like, like one I like of the him. Last I'm, af- I'm afraid of paying. I'm afraid of paying him. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm definitely afraid. Of all all the too. all these guys we're talking about are probably getting like three plus year deals. Yeah, so I'm gonna go to another wide receiver. It's uh, Sammy Watkins from the Chiefs. Now this is kind of a, a low end free agency option because. He's a bit on the old side. I'm pretty sure he might be around 30 years old. He might not be. I'll probably have to check that. But, uh, you know, Sammy is the epitome of just a person who has just all-time talent, but he can never just put it together for one, like, all-time great season. He's just so inconsistent all the time, and it, it kind of makes me mad because, you know, I think about last year, the first game of the week, it was Chiefs versus the Jaguars, pretty sure, and he yeah, just exploded. I, I exploded out of nowhere and then the next few weeks he does he does basically nothing and i'm like i don't understand how a guy can do this and just go silent for so many games and he's a he's like a great player and like i feel like if you signed him you could just you probably have to just find a way to just feed him so he can just go off but he's just such an enigma like you don't know when he's gonna go off and you don't know when he's just gonna go silent for games it's so odd mm-hmm uh, yeah, no, he, he's a guy I like. Um, I mean, same, same stuff. Like, he's he's never been consistent, but, like, I mean, especially we're talking about, like, Washington that has, like, nobody. Yeah. Like, you could you could find a way to get him, I don't know, five to ten touches a game, and, like, he'd do something with it. But, like, in, in Kansas City, it's just weird. Like, I don't know. Like, he'll, he'll have a big game here and there, but I, I don't even think it's just, like, their weapons because, like, like, you know, like, Miko Hardman has, like, no problem. Yeah, he has no problem. They just like I don't know. Something. I feel like they just don't throw the ball to him. Like, it makes no sense. Honestly, I, you, could, you remember watching? You, you you remember watching the Super Bowl? Like versus the Niners? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he looked like a yeah yeah he looked like a wide receiver one. Like he's cooking Sherman. Like 
he's getting open, he's making plays, like all that stuff. And then it's like, I don't, I don't know, but he's all right. I'm gonna do another. Uh, actually, hold up. I'll I'll talk about Juju. Real oh quick, God, uh, this is this is gonna be fun. Let's right. let's listen in on this. He, he's a he's a he's a, he's he's a name that gets brought up like all the time on Twitter. Yep. Uh. I don't even like I don't hate him as a receiver. I just think like he's he's super overrated and he just he just does stuff that I don't want like on my football team. Like I don't I don't want you I don't want you I don't want you twerking on TikTok. I don't want you dancing in the locker room. I don't want it's you doing any of that. So the antics, you know, for me, like okay, for, yeah, for yeah. me when it comes to wide receiver antics, I don't mind if you're producing, but it's like Juju goes out there and he just he dances on the person's field and then he goes out there for three catches for 12 yards. So it's like, dude, if you're going to do all this bravado, all this dancing and acting like a goofball, you got to put up numbers. And he's just not putting up numbers. And he's validating everybody that says he's trash and whatever Antonio Boo Boo Schuster said about him. So he just, I'd sign him, but like at the same time, like I'm, I don't, I, I don't trust him at all. I don't trust him to produce. I just, when he was most effective was when he was when uh when he worked primarily out of the slot when AB was there so he could take attention off mm-hmm. of him. And even now when he works in the slot, he's just not as effective. I just he's not a really good route runner at all. Honestly, he's just physical, but he's not very fast as well. So I just I'm not a fan. But I'd sign him if I had to. You know, this was kind of how I, I and it's it, obviously they're both a little different, but like yeah. he's kind of like he's kind of like washed Dez to me. Like he, you're doing too much. Like you're being too much of a distraction. Yeah. You're not that good. Like, I like he's not even bad either. Like I think you know yeah. if if you wanted to sign Juju for like a reasonable contract, like he he's still a good like a he can still produce. Yeah. But like I mean, pe- people talk about him like he's as good as like Allen Robinson or something. Yeah. Like he's some top ten receiver, and I don't know. He he just doesn't. Now he, he's not a guy I want on my team. That's that's just like the end of it. Yeah. Now the next wide receiver I want to talk about. This is kind of a risk slash reward type of signing. So I'm going to talk about the uh, Bengals wide receiver John Ross. Now this for me, this is just all about risk. Now, are you willing to risk on someone who has the fastest forty of all time? For me, I'm going to say yes. I'll take that risk. I feel like if you just let him do what he does best and just go deep, just. just it's going to work out. You're probably going to get a couple of 50-yard touchdowns. I'm willing to risk that just because of the type of speed. Yes, he's he's a good round runner. He's not a bad route runner at all. He's not a great receiver in general. But I feel like if you take that risk, it can pay off in a big way or pay off at all, not a pay off at all. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about another dude that kind of uh, – I don't know, like – all right, so it's Nelson Aguilar who had like a breakout season for uh the Raiders. Yep, I, I, like uh, that. I like that one. Yeah, he he's he's a guy that he he was basically uh like he was basically what the Eagles wanted Jalen Rager to be like uh you know like a guy that's good after the catch who's a speedster uh he like for whatever reason like he just couldn't catch in Philly uh but like I don't know what happened oh. I don't I don't know what happened honestly, but like in in Oakland, like he catches everything. Like, like I I live out in like California. I watch a lot of like Raiders games. Yep. And he's like him and Waller are just like are just like always like those are the two dudes like every week. And I think he has like eight hundred something yards this year. Like yeah. yeah, he's like a low like under the Raider uh, 
radar guy that like I feel like people don't talk about yeah. enough. For me with Aguilar, I feel like the reason why he's a lot more he wasn't as much as effective as the Eagles is because the way Doug Peterson's system worked, he was primarily working out of a slot, you know. So if he's running those type of slot uh, receiver routes, he's not really having a chance to just line up on the boundary, and, you know, just get physical and go deep. Nelson Aguilar just is a lot faster than I thought he was because, you know, we're playing against him and he's working out of the slot. So I'm not seeing how fast he is but on the Raiders. You know, mm-hmm. John Gruden just wants him to be physical, just go deep. And he's running these crazy deep routes and he's just fast as hell. And I didn't even expect it. So, like, I've become much more of Aguilar fan now, obviously, now because he's playing way better in Vegas and he isn't than he was in Philly. So I, I think he could be a really good signing and I'd sign him a couple over a couple of guys we mentioned earlier, honestly, if we if, if the opportunity presented yeah. itself. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like they just like the Eagles tried to make him like a wide receiver one. Yeah. When he was like a like like he's definitely like a slot guy, but like they they had like it was like him and like uh I don't even know who else they had. It was like him and like Alshon. Yeah. And it's just like it just didn't work. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, he 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 had a, he had a really good year, uh, and he's pretty underrated. Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh want- one more on my list. Uh, what's where's he at? Okay, this is uh the Rams wide receiver Josh Reynolds. Now, I have a bit of a gripe to pick with Josh Reynolds because he's he's kind of failed me failed me in finishing this year, but I'm not gonna hold that against him. I think he can be a really good wide receiver too, next to Terry or another big name wide receiver because with the Rams their wide receiver core is weird obviously Cooper Cup is number one but he's built like a slot receiver so it's a bit confusing he doesn't he works out the boundary a lot obviously but most I think feel like he's most effective in the slot so Josh Reynolds and you know the Rams mm-hmm. they're a, a run heavy team by the numbers all the time they're running all the time because Jared Goff is terrible but you know I, I feel like if Josh Reynolds got the opportunity to just be the main wide receiver too, right? Like right next to another big wide receiver one. He he put up good numbers, honestly. Uh, all right, yeah. There's a, there's a couple other guys. Um, some like some of the older guys. I'm not really a big fan of like uh like AJ Green, Ty Hilton. I kind of feel like they're just they're like past their prime. But uh, yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go after like kind of like wide receiver like three two that are like on the rise yeah um let me see do i have anyone all right i'll talk about uh rashad higgins for the uh browns oh yeah man. I, he's I kind of just like a, yeah yeah he's kind of just like one of those he just does the job like uh he's i think he's like six three something like he's he's a good route runner uh, he's basically been like the Browns, like wide receiver, like three or four, depending on if like Odell's there. But yeah, uh, you know he he he's a good guy. I don't I don't think he like solve a ton of wide receiver issues, but like you could bring him in to be like a wide receiver three, and uh, yeah, he's pretty reliable. Like especially ba- Baker and him like have a big uh, like rapport together. Yeah, um, let me look at my list here. We're kind of running low on the receivers a bit. Um. Yeah, I don't see anybody oh, else. Oh, I, 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 you got a couple? I got one name I'll throw out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alan, Alan Lazard, who uh, just had a breakout year for uh, Green Bay. Packers, yeah. Um, yeah, Packers receiver. Uh, I, don't, I don't know his stats. I, I, I know he had, a, he had a good couple games, got injured, uh, came back for a second. I th- but I, I think he's like a legit like wide receiver too. 
uh, I don't think he's anything special, but like he's just he's like big, tall, and he like I think he's pretty good at making plays downfield. Like, um, yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I he, feel he's, like... he's just another like under the radar name. I feel like he's just one of the, you know those type of receivers that they're just so smart. They like they know how to sit down in the zones the right right the QB wants them to be yeah. so they can throw the ball. He's just one of those smart receivers that just always gets open. And I I'd be a fan of him our team or he can go somewhere else. We can get a much bigger yeah. contract than he has in the one in, in the Green Bay. I'm I'm a fan. And uh, oh, I, gotta, I feel actually about, I have one more uh, name yeah, on here. T. Y. Hilton, closer receiver. Now he's on the bit of the old side and. He he's pretty injury prone because he's built like a twig, but uh, he's a great receiver in general, uh, regardless. Still, and uh, I feel like this is this signing is more for the teams that are just, you know, they're looking to go make a a Super Bowl run or whatever, and they just need another wide receiver that can get it done. I feel like that's where he should sign one of those teams where he could just, you know, that he's reliable. You know that he's just gonna get open. He's gonna make plays and all that stuff. And if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a big contributor to you down the line in the regular season up until the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like T.Y. Same same here. Uh, I don't know if he's like – I don't know, like, if he's like a Ron type of signing because he's, you know, I think he's like 31 or something. But uh, I, I feel like, like, you could sign like a yeah. vet like T.Y. and still – like, let's say you were to draft, I don't know, Jalen Waddle in the first round. Like if you had McLaurin, Waddle, and Ty, even if Ty's hurt, I mean it's you. Yeah. You still have a you still got a good room. Uh, last guy I'll yeah, talk definitely. about because I because because I just don't think he's like a I don't think it's gonna happen is Antonio Brown. Uh, dude, he yeah. he's 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 still like That's, amazing. Like, yeah. That that dude just is crazy. Actually, I didn't even know he was a free agent wide receiver. You just got me yeah. into it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now he, he signed. He signed one year with uh with the Bucks. So, I mean, Tampa. Yeah. He de- he definitely wants to play. I just I don't know if he'll come here. But uh, like I mean, watching him the last couple games, like he he looks like AB. So. Yeah, I think for AB, he like loves Tom a lot. But depending on how the big Buccaneers playoff goes, if they like if they go far, he'll, and if they. If they want to bring him back, they'll probably give him a decent sized contract because you know he's not going to get yeah. another big contract. But I feel like if we can get a big name quarterback like maybe Dak, which is a little bit unrealistic, but it's possible because we have cap space. Yeah, we can get somebody like that. We can probably coerce AB into coming here, which I probably love. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think... I, I, yeah. I, I do think like right now, I don't think he's a guy that come here. But like, uh, like the Bucks got to sign God, uh, Godwin on. Uh, I forgot who else they got. I think they have like OJ Howard or something. But uh, yeah, yeah no, that's he, another thing. Let like, me t- I, touch like, on OJ like, Howard. I, 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 wait, hold up. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, OJ Howard. He needs to be giving the ball a lot. He's not getting the ball enough. Let me. I just hold up what it said. He needs to get the ball a lot more than he does. And whatever team he goes to next needs to give him the ball because he's a dog. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Is OJ is OJ Howard a free agent? I feel I feel like he might be. Actually, is he? Uh, 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 I can. I have no idea. Yeah, th- there's definitely some tight ends um, he's, that are. Uh, he's definitely probably free available agent too this year. He's actually free agent in 2022. Okay, so like that's one, unfortunate yeah, for yeah. him because so he's more. behind. He, he, he's, all, he's also a guy that's on the trade block a lot. So. Yeah, 
But uh, yeah, I think OJ Howard needs to get the ball a lot more. But yeah, we could have there's covered a lot all of the players free that just, receivers. Yeah, are, yeah, I think we got through. I got through most of mine. Uh, all right. So you you want to talk about real quick, just like the the game last Saturday? Oh yeah. So, so let me say let me say something about this game. So. I wasn't very confident going to this game, obviously, because I've never seen Taylor Harnicky take a snap. I didn't want to go back and watch it because I didn't want my eyes to burn off because I thought he was terrible. And then once I started watching the game and I'm like, this dude is playing incredible. Like, I didn't think that he was that fast and just that elusive. Like, he's out there playing like the white Lamar Jackson. I'm not even trying to be weird about this. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even that He's just doing incredible things. I don't even know what he's doing. And it's just like he's making plays. He's getting open, getting guys open. He's playing injured. I'm pretty sure he said after the game he had torn an AC joint and he was playing with it in the fourth yep. quarter, which I don't even know how NFL players do that all the time. But it's unfortunate that we're playing Tom Brady and he just – he lit us up too much in the first quarter and we didn't do enough. We didn't have enough uh, offense to just keep up, to come back enough to win the game. Yeah, I, I feel like – I don't know. I just feel like the Bucks were, like, a bad matchup for us. Like, I feel like if we got, like, the Seahawks, maybe the Rams with, like, John uh, – I don't even know his name – Warford or something. Uh, the yeah, Bucks John just, Wolford. like – I don't think people I – don't, I don't think people talk about this enough, but, like, the Bucks have a very good O-line. Like, they got Werfs. They oh. got uh, – yeah. they got uh, – who's the, they got, like, Marpet, and they got uh, – even uh, Donovan Smith isn't that bad at like left tackle, so like pe- people, I think people yep. were expecting us to like play like a game like first the Eagles or something where we'd have like eight sacks, but like it's a strength on a strength, and we had and we were getting like close. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like yep. that's just a game like we we played a better team, dude. He- yeah, I, like I don't even like Heineke is just like a weird like. I don't know how to explain it's just an like, enigma. his play style. Yeah. It's just like, enigma. And uh, for – it's just – I don't even know how to explain it, honestly. It's <laughs> He's just played well. And for the Washington fans out there, I think we should pass up pass up on other quarterbacks just because Teon, he played well. You're honestly an idiot. But you know what? I'm going I'm to leave that alone. I don't want to say anything yeah, out of pocket. I, 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 but, I, I uh, can't say too much crazy about the fans because, like – he had an amazing game. It was it was in the playoffs though. So like I'll, 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 I'm gonna give y'all some slack because we haven't I haven't watched the playoff. Well, I mean we played uh in 15, but like that was like a kind of crappy game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, so, I I, I kind of I think view we him said as all like we a, yeah. I think yeah. That's basically it. A backup. Yeah. You think no, him as, like as a backup though? I I view him as like Case Keenum. Like he's a dude. If you had to start, yeah. off, you know, it's not the worst thing. But like, he's he's like people are talking about him like he's uh like starter. They're talking about him like yeah he, he's Russell Wilson. Like I'm just like no. Nah. Like, yeah no. Nah. But uh yeah I think we've covered all topics. Uh we're done here. Thank you for everybody who watched the stream. Go follow us on all our Twitter, our socials. Follow Fantasy Sports Network on Twitter. This uh, pod is going to be trimmed a little bit. We're going to cut out some of the difficulties and all that. We're going to upload it to all our platforms yesterday. So thank you for everybody checking out. Uh, We appreciate the love and support and everything. Thank you.